Seize your moment with Inglis in 2023. Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer. Sale catalogues online now at inglis.com.au. Live across Australia on SEN Track. Welcome to Winners with Gareth Hall. Saturday morning, thanks to Picklebet, English Australia's leading thoroughbred auctioneer and Kilmore Toyota. Ready when you are, kilmoretoyota.com.au. And you can try all of the top four betting today, which is all new at Picklebet. And our man, Shane Curlio, who delivered one of the greatest sets of all time last week. Unbelievable. It was just like watching Donald Bradman bat. And I speak of the great man, Shane Curlio. He joins us on the line once again, ahead of another Group 1 meeting at Eagle Farm. Shane, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Gareth. Geez, you um, were seeing them beautifully. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm not seeing well, Gareth, is the price. Um, we, la- we launched into one yesterday at Rockhampton, just the one bet, and uh, suggested bet at $8.50 is a great price. Um, it started $20 and got the job done. Couldn't believe it. That's the myth about SP. We, we're having a chat about that with Jules in the opening bell, and sometimes... And I know that it is harder for punters to make money with all the different percentages and the port and consumption tax and the like. But when I was growing up, Shane, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that at the end of the day, you still need to find winners. And if you find winners, you'd be making money, I would imagine. Yeah. One of the great sayings of racing, you can't eat SP, Gareth. No. Um, <laughs> and you won't go broke backing winners. Correct. Sometimes you just got to keep it simple, don't you? And then if you think that a horse is going to win... Yeah then back it. Well, you know, the talking heads of racing media and, you know, they have to have something to talk about, Gareth, if they can't find a winner. Not on Giddy Up, mate. All winners. We just... Uh, All winners. All winners. And only winners. The the, the team's been killing it, actually, Gareth. Ah, dominating. That's what what we need. Um, So we just keep it simple here, mate. It's like when you're playing off the halfback flank for Sanana. Just... I want you to run through anyone that you can see and kick the ball on. That's all we want. And I, never, I never played in the back line, Gareth. <laughs> what are we doing at Eagle Farm today? Now, um, how do you read this particular track? On a good four Eagle Farm, some think that because it's a big, spacious track, it's easy to make up ground. But when we're on a rock-hard track that we probably will be getting today, it might be advantage if you're up on the pace. Oh, it'll just be tempo-related, yeah. Gareth. Um, that's what it'll be about. If you can, if you can be on speed or an even tempo, and you can win. If you settle back on a slow tempo, you probably can't. Um, yeah. yeah, it's not rocket science, is it? Yeah. So that it's so not that hard. There's no. no, there's no real excuses here. There's no need to try and think that lane three produces eight percent more winners than lane four. And it's just a, it's a good track, and it's a fair surface, and every horse will get their chance in the races more than likely be tempo-related that impact the result. So where do we start with your better bets on the program? Because everybody's got their pens ready and ready to go. Oh, well, it's... Um, I've had a cu- I've only written two tickets so far, personally, Gareth. Um, so I'll talk about the horses that I've backed for a start. Uh, race four, number eight, Petronius, uh, who I'm not... I don't have pickle bet in front of me, but I'd imagine it'd be about 12 or $13 thereabouts. Yes, I'm just getting it now. Um, Race four, number eight, Petronius. Um, like his trial, has had a jump out since that trial, a little sneaky jump out. Now, 
form is probably over a little bit further. But since he's joined the Lockwood camp in Queensland, has been completely airborne. Um, they'll scoot along here, Gareth, in this race. Um, Archer's Paradox, Malkovich, Athelric, Rubiculous, La Palmiere. There's just there'll be a charge here over a thousand. Petronius, if it was 1100, I'd be a lot more confident. But you can expect Petronius to be storming home. Um, and I sort of had something on him on a one-by-two basis. I think he's a great price, and his fresh record is, is pretty good as well. I think he's missed a place once fresh, so happy to be on at the each-way price, Gareth, race four, number eight, Petronius. So Petronius with pickle bet, you can bet with the top four markets as well, so I can get $11 to win, $5 for top two, three twenty for top three, and we can get two thirty-five for top four there, Curlio. Uh, we'll have something on... Have something on top four to cover your stake, and then uh, and then pat it out from there. Top Love three, it. top two, and the winner. What else are you doing then, mate? I've had a small bet in the Oaks. Um, I don't know whether I'm kidding myself here or what, but um, number six, Noah and a deal. It did chase Kovalika last mm. prep and chased it gallantly as well. Um, some. And I just thought that she's a horse that would come back and uh, from those runs last preparation, I thought Kovalika would come back and win a Queensland derby. And I thought this horse could be competitive in a Queensland Oaks and uh, Kovalika got the job done. Had heart arrhythmia or whatever they call it. Um, just another another excuse from the book of the punting gods, the Bible of the punting gods. Do you know um, in that, do you know, Curlio, just quickly, I don't know if your data when you type it in to all of the... The, the numbers that you can collect and then the computer spits it out. But um, heart fibrillation, especially in the gals, but especially in the trots, if they have a heart fibrillation, they come out and win the next start. Now, that that didn't work for Juez at the start of last preparation in the spring. No. Um, but it does work sometimes. Yeah, look, this horse has had a couple of runs. She had to go back to the trials. Two subsequent runs from that um, – has just been like out the back and held up and really just sort of given none at big odds through wide gate last time and, and just went back and was held up when everything made it, when made their runs and, and she just sort of got to the outside and got home late, done her best work late. I think from gate 10, she'll jump from, yeah, gate 10, I think now, um, we'll settle a bit closer. I don't think there's like any like obvious sort of speed here outside of any like uh, surprise speed outside the obvious. If she can settle a bit closer, I just thought around that, you know, forty. I think it was fifty-one dollars earlier in the week. Yeah. Um, she runs up to her best. I thought she was a top three chance, but um, oh, two and three both at the top of the market. I think three Renaissance Woman maps the best of the ones that are in the market. Thought Nora a deal was was a was worth something small at the price, and I thought the sixteen Yankee Hustle ran well behind Fireburn as well, um, and I thought he could sort of fill the miners. Um, yeah, that's sort of how I played the Oaks. Ferris Weave's been heavily supported this morning, as Jules pointed out with the opening bell. It's probably going to start favourite for this year's Queensland Oaks as it looks for the big Oaks double in the latter part of the autumn in this country by winning the Australasian Oaks and now in the early part of winter, of course, the Queensland Oaks. Hey, Curlio, what do you think of the, the Morton Cup? I'm keen on Clemenceau. Your thoughts there? Am I dreaming? Um, how do you analyse its chances? No, I like it. Um, I nearly made it a bet this morning. Oh, you did um, that last week, remember, not... with the two-year-old for Rexy Lip and it got up? It's a Friday. Yeah, God bless it. 
survive, survive the protest, six versus first as well. Did you? We had um, Rexy Lip on the show on on Tuesday, and he goes, "That was a disgrace. That protest, like it was, <laughs> they, they 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 were wasting everybody's time." <laughs> um, interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I thought we were safe, but it's like, yeah. Anyway, it did cause interference, but who cares? Um, so Frizzle was wasting everybody's anyway. Go on. Um, I thought Quantico was. Um, a little bit short here, Gareth. I mean, obviously, it was the flashing light runner coming out of that scone meeting. Um, I thought it was, this might sound a little silly, suited in run, but it was able to go back to the inside. I thought that that track sort of suited that sort of setup a little bit on the day. Uh, yeah, it was a little bit stiff, um, and it probably should have won. There's no, well, not probably, it should have won. Um, but that's why it's 260 and it's too short, I thought. Um, Prince of Boom gets the lead for fun, I think, from gate four. Um, if you go back to that effort two back behind Ross Fire, and then I'm unsure about that giga kick form. Um, I was potting a case of you last week, Gareth, out of that Doom and 10,000. I said the race was terrible outside the first two. Um, I don't remember it running a place no. um, coming out of that race. So I thought uh, that's where I've sort of landed on Clemenceau. So I think it gets um, considered a, little, a, a touch closer than what it, than what it has. Certainly unsuited at Gosford, getting sort of strung up behind them, going back to the fence there that day. All right. Then, so an each way bet, Gareth, for sure. Clemens, all right, beautiful. And just the last question I want to ask you in that last race, Tony Golan's made Golden Boom his best for the day, and he's usually spot on. There's a couple is, of Sydney is horses. That right. Yeah. Usually spot on, is he? I've made it my lay of the day, Gareth. Oh, okay. It, it's a lay of the day for me. I thought it was completely hashtag blessed when winning at Doombin <laughs> the other day. Um, it didn't do enough. Uh, at all and to be fair I don't know that it's ever done enough beating up on some some sort of ordinary horses um, and then yeah it just didn't do enough last week happy to be around better around it I'm, I've, I'll be having something on the 18 and the 12 red card and written in code yep. we both come through that same race at Scone and um, I thought they were both pretty impressive runs and they'll uh, they'll be getting past Golden Boon here now, Locke wants to know, can you please ask Shane, a few of the listeners are texting this through, and I said, hold your horses. Please ask Shane for any provincial Queensland tips. He kills it there. I think he killed it last week in town as well, but he is the Toowoomba King. Have you got anything for Locke and the listeners? Um, something out wide at Toowoomba. Um, a couple of horses that I thought trialled okay, uh, to, good enough to be winning first up, race five, number two, the Punisher. From the, uh, I was going to say Tony and Madison Sears, but I think Maddie's taking the reins now. She's um, killing him at the moment. So the Madison and Tony Sears day, yes. uh, the Punisher. Yeah. Uh, nice jump out. Um, nice gate. will push forward and, and looks hard to beat. There's five there. Raphael Jolie is the hardest to beat. I'm potting the six upstart legend who is currently uh, the $2.50 favourite there. Um, and in... I'm trying to find that race where I thought there was one at a price that could give us a sight, Gareth. Um, race seven, number seven, got to have fun, Gareth. It's got no form whatsoever since it's come to Queensland, but it's uh, it looks like it's had a couple of runs where it's just improved each time and now gets up to a suitable trip. Now, it's a couple of its runs back in Victoria would be beating these quite comfortably. Uh, as I said, two runs since it's got up here. Uh, it's improved each time gradually. So three runs, on, two runs under the belt now, getting up to a suitable trip at eleven dollars. I'll ride this horse cold, and 
think it's worth a spec. Race seven, number seven, got to have fun. That's the crucial part about a Saturday afternoon slash night when you're having a punt. You've got to have fun, and that's what we do when we have a chat to you, Kelly. Oh, enjoy Oaks Day. And um, for all of your full set of tips and analysis and the hamburger and the lot um, and some terrific banter, just head to the mailbag and type in the Curly O and you can get all of your, your work. And um, as a lot of my mates have done, they just it's a complete fill-up. I hope today's uh, continues on the winning run that we've had. All right, mate. Good on you, Curlio. Thanks for your time as always, mate. Anytime. Thanks, Gareth. There's Shane Curlio there from the great tip-off. Mickey Gaddon joins us. G'day, Mickey.